Welcome to episode 105 of Drew's Sports Crew here on this Monday night. Look, you know, it seems like I say it like a cliche at this point, but look, it's a it was a wild week of sports. And again, I'm going to start it right right off. Congratulations to the Brilliant Lions on their second straight, yes, back-to-back state appearances for the Lions in boys basketball. Congratulations to them. Also, congrats again to the Marquette Golden Eagles on getting a, a bid as the two seed there in NCAA March Madness. Also, um, their women's team got a seed as well, but congrats then to the Wisconsin Badgers on that NIT bid. Sorry, had to say it. The three seed, they're playing Bradley. And then we finally have to congratulate the Milwaukee Panthers on a bid on in the CBI College Basketball Invitational. Also, the Green Bay Phoenix women's team got a bid in the women's NIT. So there, there are all the quick shout-outs. Again, the, myself, Drew Skyberg here, Monday Night Sports. A lot of good stuff to talk about here. Um, in this episode, we'll be highlighting uh, high school all-conference teams right away here, getting through those on the girls' and boys' side. They're actually – the girls' side was dropped last week. Boys' side actually came out a few days ago. So it actually ended up being pretty convenient. We'll talk about Brilliant's matchup then on Thursday. And we're also going to go backtrack to last week. We'll talk about that crazy game on Saturday at sectional final. We'll talk about what happened at Two Rivers with the Valders Vikings. Unfortunately, I was not able to watch that game. I'll talk about why. A little frustrated with that. But um, we're going to then move from high school to professional not going to do a lot of March Madness preview, but you got to join the March Madness pool if you have not. Contact me at your sports crew if you are interested, or just at your Skyberg, whichever way you want to contact me. I'll make sure you get in that spot. We have over 20 people now. Look, I recommend you join the pool. It's only a $5 entry, so you have still a few more days to join. But otherwise, you know, we got to talk about the Milwaukee Brewers, and that's going to wrap it up after the right, Bucks Brewers, after the high school talk here and let's get started here let's go through these all conference teams we'll start on the girls side those came out again last week and we had a whopping four players named unanimously so congratulations to the four who are unanimous including a sophomore addison Schweely of sheboygan falls gets unanimous all conference first team as a sophomore certainly the front runner for player of the year next year ali kakis also unanimous grace shizzle unanimous Megan Schumann, way to say her last player of the year yet again for Schumann um, there. And then Emma Edelman was the last first team member. We'll talk about the boys team later. There's actually six players named. I'm not sure if there's a tie, uh, but this, this this team is five. It's five, five. And then we have seven honorable mentions. I guess that's pretty standard. Um, Peyton Grenzer, another sophomore, getting second team honors. Claire Zipper of Valders. Getting, I was a junior second teamer. Uh, Adeline Hurl at Chilton, a sophomore second team. Elena Schwan of Brilliant, a senior, getting a second team. And Julia Beek of Falls, a senior, getting second team. Honorable mentions, you got seven of them. I'll read you them here. Alyssa Wolfel of New Holstein. Lauren Stangle of Ron Colley. Caitlin Fisher of Valders. Hallie Meyer of Keel. Brooklyn Munns of Keel. McKenna Dietrich of Brilliant, and then Camden Hale 
a sophomore from Brilliant rounds that out. Um, so those are your honorable mentions. Seven of them, two sophomores, Lawrence Stangle, Camden Hale, the rest, again, seniors for that. Player of the year again, Megan Schumann, the senior from Brilliant. Went through the final stats and standings report a bit ago, but that's your all-conference team. Uh, we're going to wait on all-state. I'll let you know any EWC recognition in the all-district, all-state teams when I get that information. So I'll be waiting on that, but I'll keep you posted on girls. I know we're still waiting on that for boys as well. So we're going to move over to the boys' side, though, talk about what's going on. We'll, we'll start with the conference teams. We're going to then go back to last week. We'll talk about those Thursday games. Then we'll talk about Saturday. Then we're going to preview Thursday next this Thursday. Now it's a lot. I know, but um, this is a busy time of year. Look, it's March. I look at the calendar, March 13th, March madness coming up. A lot of stuff's going on. All right. First team. We had three unanimous players. First team for the, for the boys. So congrats to these three, Jeremy Lorenz of brilliant Pierce Arns of Keel, and then Cole Hovey of Alders. All three unanimous Pierce Arns being the, a junior. Then we also for first team, Parker Brown of Brilliant, a senior. Grant Munns of Keel, a junior. Max Miller of Chilton rounds it out, a senior. So we had six people on the first team. I talked about this. Not sure. Again, I'm going to guess with voting, but we only had four on the second. Our second team was Jackson Olson from Valders, a senior. Caden Holly from Brilliant, also a senior. Then Brady Richards of Two Rivers. And then Grady Geiger of Brilliant again, Geiger a junior, Richards a senior. Honorable mentions we only have five honorable mentions on the boys' side. Brain Yanda, Roncalli, Wolfie Obringer of Chilton, William Siraki of Valders, Jack Heckman of Keel, and then Brain April of Keel. And that goes Yanda, the Yanda of your bringer seniors, Sarecki, April, both sophomores, and then Heckman being a junior. Jeremy Lorenz is your player of the year, so we had the player of the year for. Boys and girls basketball, both from Brilliant, Jeremy Lorenz and Megan Schumann. In the games that took place this past week, we're going to start. We'll start with the Valders at Kohler. Again, that was last Thursday. Um, this was a game you certainly liked Valders in. We don't have stats for Kohler, which isn't always good to see because I couldn't watch the game. Um, NFHS was where it was broadcasted, and the whopping. Um, or the the whopping amount they wanted to watch a high school game on their network, no free trial, eleven ninety nine plus fees, was what I was offered on the FHS website. I don't know if anyone else can speak upon that, uh, but yeah, I did not watch the game. I was I was shocked. I mean, I knew NFHS was a subscription based service, as many as many know. But what's impressive was. Um, the amount that they're charging for it now. And also, B, I thought they had some sort of free trial, like a week free trial so you can watch a game, cancel. Pretty standard. Um, but, wow, they didn't. So thank you, NF- NFHS Network. Um, but I can tell you what what we're looking on the stats side. I can tell you the monster game in the stats sheet we saw from Jackson Olsen and Cole Hovey. Um, look, I talked about Jackson in this playoffs. He's played some of the best ball his whole career, right? A whole high school career. And he continued it. He had 22 points, 12 rebounds, three assists, one steal. And he shot nine for 13 from the field three or, and then he had um, three for four from the line. So again, nine for 13 for Olsen, 22 points. Cole Hovey then 20 points off um, eight for 22 shooting with 15 rebounds, five assists, two blocks, one steal. 
So I mean, yeah, they played played phenomenal in this one. And yeah, Valor's actually went with a six man rotation in this one is what I'm seeing from the stats. So uh, that's what we saw. Wilson Rocky had nine points alongside Sobel had six. Trey Shannon had four. Um, no stats again for Kohler. 65-61 was the final. I did hear, I was I heard from some people who were either at the game and watching. Um Valors was up throughout the game. Uh unfortunately, Kohler came back. And again, they got this four-point win on Thursday. This game was again at two rivers, got moved up because of snow. Just not an ideal situation on Thursday night. Um that game, so I we were wondering if the sectional was gonna stay in Whitefish Bay. It stays in Whitefish Bay. Uh, Kohler goes to play Kenosha St. Joseph. Kenosha St. Joseph ends up winning. They're going to state in D4. So that clears up D4. Only one EWC team left. Um, again, Valor's had a phenomenal season. Makes a great run in D4. Pulls off a wonderful upset against Howard's Grove. So excellent season for Valor's. Um, we'll go to Brilliant. We'll talk about, again, that game uh, that we witnessed Thursday. That game was again against Campbell Sport at Denmark. Um, stayed in Denmark, stayed at seven o'clock too. I believe they didn't move that one up. Um, and we can talk about kind of how that game went, but really, Val- or not Valders, Campbell Sport ran or Brilliant ran through it against Campbell Sport. Um, it was a tough game for Campbell Sport against this Brilliant squad. Um, Brilliant wins by 19 in the sectional semis. Um, they weren't able, I mean, their best players, a guy I mentioned, Mitchell McCarthy, they played well. Um, but you know, um, it ended up being just brilliant was too much, you know, offensively. We got to talk about brilliant shooting in the playoffs it, in, the, in the sectional games combined. They shoot nine for 20. They shoot 45% in the sectional semis. I'll talk about what they shot in the sectional finals. I mean, their three point shooting has been what's made this team, you know, just thrive in the playoffs. Right. I mean, we know we like three point shooting wasn't necessarily like, like if, it was a strength of this team. Right. But it wasn't necessarily like that thing that puts them over the top. Right it was always that balance, right. And right. How they're able to run through Jeremy, right. With brilliant. But I mean, the shooting that this team's had over these last few games has been phenomenal. And that's really what's put this team, you know, at another level. So what we saw, for example, in this Campbell sport one, uh, again, nine for 20 from three, Kane Holly, three for four, Parker Brown, one for four, Lucas Mathis, three for five. I mean, Ben Olson, two for five. I mean, when you're having guys step up from the three point arc, that's been huge for this brilliant squad, right? I mean, Jeremy is going to give you his his seven for nine efficiency that he had in this one, seventeen points, four blocks, and he gave you that um, again, double double for him. And then just the balance here: Geiger with eleven, Mathis with eleven, Holly with thirteen, Brown with fourteen. I mean, that's just so much depth here for Brilliant too. That's another part that they've had, and that's what got them the win here in Denmark. Um, Thursday over Campbell Sport. We'll go talk now about Saturday. So this game, right? You're going to Oshkosh North. You're like, okay, Zay, you know, close, you know, not not necessarily like a far drive for either school, but, you know, closer for Xavier, right? Um, But they're coming in. Xavier was 25 and was it two coming in. Um, Team that hasn't, you know, Again, they're in the Bay Conference. They're twelve and two. Uh, they won the Bay Conference with like schools like West Appear in it. So you know, like you knew it was like you know a good a good conference. Um, 
but going through like straight the schedule was the other story. You know, I mean, they had some good wins, right? They beat Oshkosh West. They beat Kelmarine Lutheran. They also had some losses, though. I mean, they lose to Seymour. They lose to Menasha. Those were the two losses. But then they played. They had some like their strength of schedule maybe wasn't the best. You know, they still had some of those decent non-con games, but it was like, okay, um, they haven't played a team like Brilliant all year. Is kind of where I'm going with that. And we saw that in this one. Um, you know, I'll talk about the stats. This game, Xavier, kudos to them. I mean, I, I watched this game, full disclosure. Brilliant was up 12 at half. I mean, they were up as much as 16 a little bit. Um, it felt like it was out of reach, but this Xavier team, they fought. I mean, they played a phenomenal second half. They played like six to 10 minutes uh, with left in the game. They were doing great things. Look, Brilliant shot 10 for 16 from three. I mean, Granted, I mean they got a lot of wide open threes. Um, right, Xavier, of course, their their goal was to stop Loren, stop Geiger, stop the you know paint scoring. Right, that's where Brilliant's been so efficient in the paint uh, on those twos. Um, take away that, but when you take away that, you leave three pointers. It's Jeremy Lorenz hit a three. Geiger was three for four. Mathis one for one. Olsen two for two. And then we had Parker Brown two for five. Owen Kreplin one for two. It was. It was incredible. And then the balance, too. Lorenz with 24. Geiger with 21. Brown with 11. Olsen with 11. It was you know, very well-balanced attack. And a phenomenal game, again, for the Brilliant Lions. Also, Jeremy had four blocks, two steals. Um, really, really nice you know, performance from Brilliant. But again, going back to like that game, like kind of how the game went, the game flow, right? 37-25 at half. Brilliant. It was back and forth in the first half, and then Brilliant goes on a nice little run to end the half, go up 12, feeling good. Um, then they kept it, right? I mean, it was like, okay, Brilliant goes up 14, Xavier cuts it to seven. Brilliant goes up 13, Xavier cuts it to maybe six. And we so we kind of had this that that kind of pattern going. No team was having that run to either, um, you know, just make the game, you know, Brilliant blowout 20-plus, or Xavier wasn't able to just make it like that back and forth. We had that until like the five, six minute mark. And Xavier started just slowly chipping away. Brilliant at a minute long possession. And then the second half, again, with like four minutes to go, it was like, okay, Brilliant's got this under control. Then what happens? A turnover, you know, a miss, some missed free throws, missed shots. Uh, sure enough, Xavier makes it a game then um, on the stretch. Um, and again, it was a Xavier broadcast. So, if many were watching, there's over actually 1,300 people watching at the end. Uh, you might have noticed it was a Xavier broadcast if you haven't yet. But um, certainly there, there's some calls at the end that um, at the that the the crew announcing that certainly didn't like. Um, hard to hard to speak on that, but um, but again, I thought this game overall was was a well officiated game, um, and I thought it was a very good game. Nonetheless, you know, I thought I thought it was still a good game, even though, right? I mean, Xavier was four; it was like a fourteen and points they were down, but then they slowly chipped away. They came back. They had some shots to potentially tie the game up. You know, it was it, it was exciting in, the, in that aspect. But I think what made this this game so fun to watch too. I mean, Xavier takes a lot of threes. They took twenty six of them. They shot eleven for twenty six. That's a very good percent, right? I mean, you take eleven for twenty six. Maybe not if you're a team like Xavier, but you know when the team shoots ten for sixteen that you're playing, you know, Xavier just has to tip their cap. I feel in some in some way, um, 
you know, Brilliant played phenomenal too. I mean, nonetheless, other, other than the shooting, right? They still played a great game, but when you have the shots falling too, with a team that Brilliant has, it was certainly a good thing to see. Um, again, Alex Sherwood of Brilliant or of Xavier, their top guy, double double, fourteen and ten, three blocks. Um, yeah, and that was, uh, and then also Sam, is it Sam Feffery? Um, had nineteen points and eight assists to go along with that two steals. Um, otherwise, those are the main guys. It's, they had three guys with seven. Um, they got the 11. Uh, but, you know, it was pretty balanced for Xavier, but really those two guys, or those three, or two and they had three in double digits, but those two guys were top in the game here. Um, it was, you know, they, they actually have the minutes log for Xavier. Uh, most players play in, in the mid 20s, high 20s. Uh, no minutes for Brilliant. Actually, haven't seen teams log minutes. So, first, you know, first time I see that all year with, with Xavier, they log the minutes for us. So, but there you go. Brilliant continues. They go to state. They get the two seed at state. We'll talk about that. Xavier season ends 25 and three. So, again, congrats to Xavier on a fantastic season. Um, so, we'll talk kind of how that matched up. So, Going to the state game, we'll, we'll talk about Division Three specifically here. Um, and again, as expected, West Salem gets the one. My prediction was West Salem one, Berlin two, Milwaukee Academy of Science three, Lakeside Lutheran four. I was incorrect with the three and the four spots. You switch them around, that gives you it. So, what you have is on Thursday, March 16th, West Salem 27 to one is going to play at Milwaukee Academy of Science, who is 18, they're 18 and six. They're independent, by the way, they're not in a conference. Leave West Salem from the Cooley Conference. Then we have Brilliant and Lakeside Lutheran. And that game, and then there are 25 and 3 in that one. So again, Brilliant has that matchup. Let's see if they have it. Do they have that game up yet where we can preview? They don't have it up yet on, again, I'm on Wiss Sports. So you can check that out. Um, you know, if you're looking for any of the scores, any of the information. Always check out Wish Sports on that, but I'll get up the Lakeside Lutheran here. So again, they're in the Capital North Conference. Again, Lakeside Lutheran 25 and 3 in Division 3. They're led by Levi Burkholz, who's averaging 22 points a game, seven rebounds, three assists. And again, this team's coming from the Capital North Conference. And we can kind of talk, you know, if there's any common opponents, I love to hammer that out, or any notable wins here. Again, they played a lot of a lot of Milwaukee area schools and some non-con. Um, they played an Illinois school. They lost by four in that one. Nutrier, Illinois. Um, you know, again, they come from a different part um, of the state. So not I, I don't think actually any any common opponents for either team here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but sometimes you'll see an EWC team play Lake Mills, which they did. They beat them by six. I don't know much about Lakeside Lutheran. We do know Burkholz is their is their best player, Levi Burkholz of again Lakeside Lutheran. Um, and again, not really many common opponents. I can kind of break down. Um, they made 78 threes this year. Doesn't sound like a lot. I don't know if that's up to date either, but. Think about that over 28 games. That's like three a game only. So I wonder if that's truly up there. Averaged 60 a game. But again, they ran or 
They only won by three in their sectional final against Edgewood. So keep that in mind. They were in a close sectional. That was in Oregon, Wisconsin. Home of Shaka Smart also. So looking forward to that. Like I said, Lutheran again. Um, and they will play the winner of the Milwaukee Academy of Science West Salem game. That'll be a good one. Both those games will be good in D3. Looking forward to watching those. That's going to again wrap it up here for the EWC Talk. Special thanks to again Wisports.net. Their link down below. Check them out for all of your high school sports scores and rosters and all that information you need. Check out Wisports.net. Let's roll. Milwaukee Bucks, 48 and 19, first in the Eastern Conference. Love to see it. Um, disappointing loss on Saturday, which I hate to start on such a bitter note, but it was really, I mean, it was an upsetting game. Uh, Lopez been the lean score. Giannis was out in that one. Kind of taking that team to overtime. Um, it's fine, right? I mean, they win by you win by five on Thursday. You win in Orlando by eleven. Lopez again having another big game. He had that nine block game though. That was incredible. Right? I mean, I I know Jaron Jackson Jr. I know the hype for him for defensive player. It's real. And it's it's fine. It's but but really, I mean, what what Brooke Lopez has done for again. Um, one of the best teams in basketball. Yeah, I, I think I think he brings a good case. So, what I'm looking forward to tonight, though, nine o'clock game out in Sacramento. So, 42 minutes from now, um, and I'll be watching. They, they play Sacramento. They have not a not so great back to back. They play Phoenix tomorrow night now at nine. So again, that West Coast trip that we all love. Um, they're on part two of it out of three. Um. Game two of three, Sacramento tonight, uh, Phoenix tomorrow night, home against Indiana on Thursday. I'm going to try to go to that one. And then next Sunday, or on Sunday, they're against Toronto. So that's what the, it's looking like these next few games here. Almost the season's done. Last game, Sunday, April 9th. They close out in Toronto, keep in mind. So love what I've seen from the Bucks. Want to see Giannis back in there. And again, guys like Lopez and Portis have stepped up. In these games and holiday also, but especially Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis are the main two, right? Lopez or Portis puts up 28 against Brooklyn also. So good stuff from them. Uh, and again, I'll give you the standings reports also up again after sports crew. My Bucks prediction challenge is up on whether you're looking at TikTok, YouTube, or Instagram, you can find it all there. Um, what I think is going to happen this week. I do have the Bucks losing, um, one game this week, tomorrow night on the back-to-back. But the standings, again, they're up one-and-a-half games over Boston, three games over Philly, six-and-a-half over Cleveland. And that's for the, the division, keep in mind. So looking good, looking like another Central Division title. I know we don't care about divisions in basketball. I still want to mention it. Then we're going to move We're going to move right away from the Bucks because, right, I mean, we talked a lot about Milwaukee recently, um, the, about Milwaukee Bucks. I want to go to the Milwaukee Brewers. So, World Baseball Classic's going on right now, right? I mean, they, they scrimmaged Great Britain's team last week, or not really scrimmaged. They played them in a game. It was an exhibition game. They went 8-2, to two, that Brewers team did. But, again, hopefully Team USA can win tonight. Uh, they lose in Mexico yesterday, but we're here to talk about the Brewers. And full disclosure, recorded yesterday with Justin Brenner of the UWM Post. Uh, Brewer season preview for 2023. That's on YouTube right now if you want to go listen. Otherwise, it'll be out next week officially for um, 
it'll be out everywhere on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, right? Um, again, I'll be on a week trip, study abroad trip. So I will be um, out of town and I do have episodes coming your way still. I'll talk about that near the end here. Um, don't worry. There'll be multiple episodes. Like I'm talking three to four next week. So you'll still hear my voice. But again, um, going through the schedule for the Brewers, um, the games that we have, uh, again, they win today 8 nothing over the Reds. And then the games we have the rest of this week, we have split squad. We played the Dimebacks uh, split squad. That game's on Bally Sports at 8.40 Central. Wow. Okay, 8.40 p.m. Central. They play the Dimebacks, a night game there. And then uh, with the Angels, we have a 310 game. That's also on Bally Sports. And then on Friday, uh, that, that game's on the on Brewers Radio Networker 620 WTMJ. Bally Sports on Saturday against the Padres. Bally Sports on Sunday. So we're getting there. We're close. More games on TV. Well, like, again, is that four games on TV this week? I mean, you'll love to see it. Um, and we're getting very, very close to that time. March 30th. Thursday, March 30th, the home opener against the Chicago Cubs. Or, sorry, the Cubs home opener. But opening day. Home opener for us is that Monday, which I will be there. But again, I talked all about what we saw in terms of stats so far for the Brewers. I mean, Mike Brousseau has been the hottest hitter on the team so far in spring. eight for or Nine for 19 with four home runs already. Garrett Mitchell... And Rowdy Telez, or and Telez is playing with Team Mexico. So he again had has three home runs with the team, five for 12. Mitchell's six for 18 with three home runs. The Alches look good too in spring, six for 18 and two home runs. Um, and there's some there's some guys with some slow starts. I mean, I, I highlighted Willie Adamas is one, uh, Luis Urias, Blake Perkins um, were kind of the main ones. You know, from guys who are notable, William Contreras has been all right. Seven for 26. No home runs yet, though. So we're waiting on that from Contreras. But overall, I'm, I've am i been content with what we've seen, at least from the Brewers hitters so far in terms of pitching. It's been all right. I mean, Burns, uh, 386 ERA. I'm not going to take it with the grain of salt, right? Four, four, four earned runs so far. Whip's been fine. Average against has been fine. There's been some other guys who have maybe struggled a little bit, like Robert Gasser, Ethan Small. Woodruff's looked phenomenal. Woodruff has probably looked the best this spring. He hasn't given up a run five innings. I was talking about a um, big Brandon Woodruff fan in 2023 for sure. Um, Lowers had a rough spring. You know, there's been some guys, but again, not too worried about those established big leaguers. So. Those are the main things here with the sports side and announcement side. So again, I'll go through schedule this week. week we're going to be recording two episodes of Joy Million um, this week. One will again air for the listening audience next week, uh, but it'll be on the video here. Again, it's um, it'll be like it'll be Wednesday, Thursday, and we'll have that up next. It'll be up next Sunday or Monday or so for again the listening audience and. We'll, we'll be talking about more information that's not going to be just about free agents this week, so it won't be a week late. It's not going to be like that. We have some fun stuff planned, some games, some draft information stuff. But Wednesday, we'll be bringing an episode um, 
this week, which we'll be talking all about the free agency signings that have happened the last few days. A lot of them. We'll be talking about them. We'll be talking about our favorites. We'll be talking about winners, losers, all that good stuff. And again, Thursday, we'll be having Zoe from ZLM Football coming on with us. And that's games or that episode will also be at 4:15. And that again, like I said, listening audience next week. But trust me, it's not going to be just late news, late news, late news. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. We'll be playing games, and we'll be talking football. Right? We'll be talking about the sport everybody loves. Um, so then on Friday, I guess to round it out, we'll be I'll be previewing a basketball slate before I leave for my trip next week. Again, I have you covered. Um, I actually had Ryan Borkhart on, a uh, WIA licensed referee. Uh, were there, if you haven't, have not heard or noticed, there's a huge referee shortage in the state of Wisconsin. We actually dug into it. We talked about, we were looking at why this is happening, how it happened, how can we fix this problem, and kind of just some of his stories about what, what's going on. And again, he's a certified official. He's been doing it for years. He's reffing games, varsity games left and right. So he's kind of seen it. He's talked with the guys. He's, he's met, he's been around. So he's, he kind of really helped put in perspective again for myself and hopefully for the audience here. But that again, that episode will be live next week as well. Justin Brenner again, came on, talked to Brewers baseball with me again. That one, we, it's more about, you know, the season as whole. It's not going to be late news on what's happening in the world baseball classic or spring training. Really looking at what's going to happen with this roster, kind of predicting that lineup predictions just overall, you know, Talking that baseball, talking baseball, talking Brewers baseball more specifically, and yeah, then I'll I'll be we'll have those episodes up or all those episodes up here, and then um, yeah, um, that's gonna wrap it up here at True Sports Crew Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, Marsh Madness, if you that was the other thing I was gonna mention. My apologies, five dollars again. Um, check that out and message me at True Sports Crew or at True Skyberg if interested. That's going to wrap it up here for myself, Drew Skyberg, here on this Monday night. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Drew Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.